you are Locked On Mizzou, your daily podcast on the Missouri Tigers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, all you true sons and daughters, I'm John Miller, your Mizzou mafioso and the central scrutinizer of Missouri Tigers football and basketball five days a week. And my goodness, as I look at my ad calendar here for this episode of Locked on Mizzou, is it really already August 16th? Is that possible? But you know what? The good news is, even though time's going by way too fast for me, that means football is almost here, and it means fantasy football is almost here. And if you like me, you probably have some questions you need answered before your draft. So don't miss Locked On Fantasy Live this coming Wednesday at 8 p.m., streaming on the Locked On NFL YouTube page. Just subscribe now to Locked On NFL on YouTube so you don't miss out. Our stable of fantasy experts will answer your questions live or submit them ahead of time at Locked On Network on Twitter. And of course, we've got plenty to get to on the Mizzou beat, including Eli Drinkwitz flipping another player, this time a linebacker, which is really a position of need in this Missouri recruiting class and on the roster in general. So another player that has improved what's already promising to be a very strong 2022 recruiting class. But you know what? Before we get to the future, let's start with the present. And today is one of six straight days of practice for the Mizzou football team. And Eli Drinkwitz is dubbing it Toughness Week, which, you know, I had to giggle a little bit. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not some tough guy or anything. These young fellows who are on the Mizzou football team Way tougher than I am, so don't don't misunderstand my tone here. But I can't help but think back. You see, I'm an old man now. I'm all of 38 years old. So I can remember all the way back into the late 90s when Larry Smith was the head coach. And you had two-a-days. And they made the entire team go off to the military academy in, I believe, Mexico, Missouri, go hang out for a couple weeks in the absolute dead of August. Yeah, that actually sounds tougher to me. Now, don't get me wrong. This is all positive, in my opinion. This is actually a positive progression. This isn't old man Miller pining for the good old days. In fact, this is a smarter way to do things, in my humble opinion. And a big reason for that, injury maintenance and prevention. And so far, Missouri hasn't had a lot of notable injuries pop up. Of course, still Two to three weeks left in camp, so anything can happen. But so far, we have had a couple significant injuries here. On the receiving side, Jay Macklin is now out three to four weeks with a fractured orbital bone. Now, obviously, an orbital bone can be a serious injury. One of those things, you catch it early, you know, doctors get a hold of it. It'll heal up and he'll be fine. So a month out for Jay Macklin, not the biggest worry in the world. Now, actually, a bigger worry, though, is Mookie Cooper mispracticed today with a, quote, lower leg injury. Drinkwood says no timetable for his return, but he's anticipating about a couple weeks for Mookie Cooper. Unfortunately, that puts him up right into game week. If If he's two weeks out, first week, first game, could be in jeopardy for Mookie Cooper. That's a little bit worrisome, uh, you know. It could be nothing. It really could. He could have just tweaked an ankle. Who knows? But if it's a soft tissue injury, which 
if at this point in camp, if he pulled a hammy or a calf muscle, something like that, that's keeping him out for a couple weeks, it's a tiny bit worrisome. A guy who's who relies on his speed a lot, and those types of soft tissue injuries can pop back up as the season goes along. So definitely probably a smart thing. Cooper was in here early, had a lot of reps in spring practice. Definitely best to err on the side of caution with him right now. Make sure whatever that lower leg injury gets healed. And just a while ago, the first edition of the Associated Press Top 25 came out, the preseason edition, of course. No votes for Mizzou, but three Missouri opponents got voted in. Georgia at number five, followed by Texas A&M, sixth in the country, and then the Florida Gators coming to Columbia in November, checking in at number 13 in this initial preseason top 25. And speaking of 25, well... We Missouri fans know that the jersey number 25 has become a special one here since 2005 when Aaron O'Neill passed away. And a Missouri linebacker, they try to find a linebacker, a guy who's a, a special human being, a real leader on the team, to wear that number 25, carry on the legacy. And that's something that Drinkwitz said his staff presented Aaron O'Neill's story, his whole backstory to the team when they gave that number to our newest linebacker, frankly, Blaze Aldridge, kid who's a transfer from Rice. This will be his lone season with Missouri as a graduate transfer. So a cool honor for him, his one year. Shows what the staff and the whole team thinks about Blaze Aldridge, I would say, just as a human being. And again, a bit of, well, number synchronicity here, I guess you could say. Speaking of the number 25, well, Xavier Simmons a high school linebacker, flipped his commitment from Virginia Tech this weekend, and now Missouri has the 25th ranked class according to Rivals.com, but 14th according to ESPN. Hey, I like that. That sounds even better. But you know what? I have more thoughts on Xavier Simmons' commitment to Missouri coming up. But first, I do want to tell you about our newest sponsor, and that's Sweat Block. Oh, man, Sweat Block. Perfect time of year. For this product. And I'm telling you, we all know that first game at Faroe Field is often a hot one. I think there's a good chance the Central Michigan game, 3 o'clock kickoff, you're going to be sweaty, folks. So guess what? It's time to buy in on Sweat Block. These are doctor-created, doctor-recommended wipes that work for up to seven days per use. They have a dry shirt guarantee. If Sweat Block doesn't keep you dry... Well, you'll get your money back. I mean, come on. This thing's been tested on the Rachel Ray Show by firefighters. So surely it's good enough for you to sit in Faroe Field and sweat your little butt off, except you won't sweat it off with Sweat Block. So get it today for 20% off at sweatblock.com with the promo code locked on or at Amazon and CVS. Well, you know things are going well for Missouri in terms of football recruiting when they get a high three-star if you're looking at Rivals.com or a four-star if you're looking at all the other recruiting services. A four-star linebacker from Greensboro, North Carolina and Xavier Simmons. People are halfway disappointed about that. Well, let me give you a little background. 
this is a very, very small portion of the, but a passionate portion of the Mizzou fan base who was hearing rumors all Saturday that perhaps Luther Burden, the five-star wide receiver from St. Louis, perhaps he was going to flip from Oklahoma to Missouri. That was the scuttlebutt going around on the internet. So when Eli Drinkwitz put out his patented bat signal on the internet saying, hey, Flipmas is coming. In other words, get ready. We're about to announce another commitment to this 2022 class. Well, people got excited and they were making assumptions that, hey, it's going to be Luther Burden. So unfortunately, when Xavier Simmons, when his name was popped out as the guy who committed, well, again, some people were kind of mad. They felt like they were misled by some of the Mizzou reporters and that sort of thing. Well, let me allow all of you, I hope you've had enough time to realize that, hey, no matter what the reporters did, don't be mad at this kid. Just in a completely removed the Luther Burden thing, getting this Xavier Simmons kid, a six foot three, two hundred and thirty-five pound linebacker. Again, worst case scenario, he's a high-rated three-star player, a kid who's good enough that he raised up the quality of your class, your overall rankings. This is a good thing, folks. Let's not overthink this. Now, Simmons had offers from Oklahoma, North Carolina, NC State among several others, of course, in the ACC. But it was this past June where Simmons took official visits to Missouri and Virginia Tech before committing to VTech this past June. But of course, the Tigers, as they do, they stay on guys that they like. And now Simmons, just two months later, has flipped to Missouri. And you might think, well, if this kid is just flipping around his commitment, well, how do we really trust his word here? It really sounds like he's shutting down his commitment now, and this is it. This is his final decision. So, again, linebacker, a spot that Missouri could use some help with right now, quite frankly, but especially in the future, in these future recruiting classes, maybe linebacker, not the deepest position so far with these Drinkwitz high school classes. So Simmons, a really big addition, in my humble opinion. And the good news is with Xavier Simmons in the fold, another high-quality player, well, Missouri really only has a handful of spots left. In fact, a handful might be overstating things. They might only take three or four high school prospects going forward in 2022. So that means they can be very selective and very patient on guys like the aforementioned Luther Burden or even a guy like Kevin Coleman, who hasn't shown Missouri necessarily the most interest in the past. But again, the rumors are he's listening to Missouri now and may be interested. So again, you can actually give yourself a shot there because you don't have to panic. You've only got, again, a handful of spots actually to fill there. So especially at the receiver position, Missouri's got a decent collection Now, if they could add Burden, there's no doubt they'll make room for him and Coleman. My God, if they could get both, what a coup that would be. But either one of those kids, they'll clearly be patient and wait for. There's a couple offensive linemen that fit the bill as well. But you know what? This isn't, hey, let's name every recruiting high school recruit that Missouri is after. But just to give you the idea, Missouri is sitting in a pretty good spot right now in terms of who they can select. They can be very, 
very selective. And coming up, I have some observations of some Mizzou-made football players who had their first action of this season, some of them first action ever in the NFL during this first week of NFL preseason. But first, I want to tell you, of course, about our buddies at Built Bar. And you know, my favorite thing on the planet is quite possibly Cherry Barcia. But you know what? If that's not your favorite flavor, well, they've got everything you could possibly imagine, quite honestly, from coconut to just your classic double chocolate, salted caramel. But regardless, you know you're getting a healthy product, too, with 17 to 18 grams of protein and calories ranging from 130 to 180 per each and every delicious built bar. But you know what? If you haven't tried out all the flavors, you can get a mixed box where you'll get two of each of the nine flavors, really figure it out what suits your fancy. Built Bar, the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team. Go to Built.com and use the promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your next order. Again, that's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. And of course, if you want to make some wagers this fall, on college football, NFL football, or maybe you're still into baseball. The regular season is winding down. The playoffs will be here in about a month and a half. Plenty to bet on all the time. Over at betonline.ag, frankly the easiest place to bet. The only place here at the Locked On Network we trust with your dough. And here's the best part. When you go to betonline.ag today, Use the promo code Locked On and you'll get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Again, that's promo code Locked On for a 50% welcome bonus at Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. I gotta say, I thought it was quite surreal this past weekend to watch Chase Daniel hand the ball off to Larry Roundtree. It felt like I had entered some sort of weird time warp or something. But no, this was real life. This was Chase Daniel of the Los Angeles Chargers, of course, with Larry Roundtree as well. By the way, Roundtree ended up with over 60 yards on the ground on just eight carries, leading the Chargers in rushing. So you know what? A good start there for a guy who I called in July a, a really deep, interesting fantasy sleeper, a guy I believe, of course I'm an incredibly biased Missouri fan, so I guess take it with a grain of salt, but really I, I'm a fantasy guy too, an NFL guy. I'm just telling you the other guys, other than Austin Eckler, clearly is an excellent player. Nobody in the Chargers backfield has really shown much in the league. So Roundtree has an opportunity here to take that number two job and run with it, quite literally. And of course, I'm a huge Kansas City Chiefs fan and naturally a huge Nick Bolton fan as well. So it was fun to watch Nick at his first pro football action this past Saturday for the Chiefs against the 49ers. And when I specifically watched Nick, as I did on every single one of his reps this past weekend, I didn't see a lot that stood out, really, either spectacularly in terms of big-time plays, but nothing terribly negative either. 
So what really stood out, really that just tells me he was probably in position most of the time. Not bad for a rookie, right? But what really stood out is how the Chiefs used Nick Bolton. And I think this will probably be his usage early on in the season and maybe throughout the year. I think Bolton is probably going to play a lot this year. And he might even start technically, quote unquote. But if I had to guess, I would say that Bolton's snap count will likely be closer to 50% than 75 because if you watch that game closely, you'll notice that on standard downs, on running type downs, say it's first and 10, second and five, or clearly short yardage situations like third and one, yeah, Nick Bolton was going to be in the ball game. But if it was ever third and eight or an obvious passing situation, Nick Bolton was on the bench. And I think that's a smart way to use him early in his career. I think clearly as a run stuffer, a run defender, we all know that's Bolton's strength. And being a pass coverage guy, not necessarily his strength at Missouri. And as a rookie in the NFL, you can't expect that to be his strength either. Now, I think he's a guy who can get better at that just with effort, intelligence, all that kind of stuff. But early on in his career, I think playing Bolton, it's just situations that make sense for him, play him on standard down situations where he can take on blockers and mess up your running game. Yeah, play to his strengths. So really in the long run, I think Bolton, who for most of his senior season was projected to be a first round draft pick, maybe even a mid first round draft pick in the teens at one point, the fact that he fell to Kansas City late in the second round, it's going to be a blessing in disguise, I think, because on a lesser team, on a team that, frankly, wasn't as as well put together, as good of an organization, they'd have probably rushed him into situations that he wasn't prepared for, and sometimes trial by fire works, and then other times you put a guy in a bad situation that he's not really prepared for, and the NFL, people joke that it stands for not for long, well, your perception sometimes can can really go against you in a very quick way. You can lose confidence, whatever it might be. You got to understand, these guys are human beings. They need to gain confidence at the pro level. This is yeah, they've played football their whole lives, but this is a whole new situation and a whole new opportunity to prove yourself once again. And finally, just a quick shout out to Sophie Cunningham, who maybe had. Her best game as a WNBA pro, I certainly one of them, without a doubt. She had 17 points off the bench against Atlanta last night, including three out of four from downtown. Sophie giving all kinds of energy, shouting, doing her Sophie Cunningham thing as she was going to the bench, much to the delight of her Phoenix Mercury teammates, so... Just good to see her still doing well in year three. You know, obviously she's not an all-star or anything, but on a really, really good team loaded with Hall of Fame players just to hang around in that league. Listen, the NBA, there's 30 teams. WNBA, it's about half that many, I believe. I, I should have known this off the top of my head. I apologize. But I think there's 14 WNBA teams. It's hard to stick in that league. It really is. So... Seems like Sophie should have another year in that league for sure, I'd say at the very least. So good for her. And you know what? Thank you all so much. 
for listening to this podcast once again. This past month has actually been the biggest listenership, record listenership, in Locked On Mizzou history. So, hey, I love it. Hopefully we can keep this going throughout football season and appreciate all of you longtime listeners, and I certainly appreciate all you newbies as well. And if you enjoy this show, keep telling a friend. That's how we keep this train running down the track. So, once again... I am John Miller, and I will see you guys tomorrow right here on Locked on Missouri.